Repaholics podcast. Oh, I am taking us off. I right? am the co-host Wyatt with the main host Jesse. Hey guys. <laughs> podcast where we talk about things that go brap. How about twisting up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you take us off then? All right, let's get it started. All right, let's see. Where did I st- I left off last week? Uh, oh, fixing my truck because my stupid codes came back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's how I started the the long weekend. Jesse uh, yeah, we, uh, helped me fix my truck. Well, look, looked at it again. Attempt, attempt to <clears throat> fix it. Um, had a long, long weekend camping trip plan so didn't really want to pull the old truck so we tore into the abs codes and wheel wheel speed sensors what kept coming up so yeah we gutted both of the parking brakes and to backtrack a little bit the driver's side parking brake we took well it exploded basically it locked up pretty good so we took that apart and put it back all together and then have we were having problems again, so we decided to do the other side this time. See if yep. that one was the one that was going bad too. That one was okay. It was rusty. It was rusty and needed replaced, but it wasn't exploded like the other one. We just deleted it. It yep. So, and then we drove it, and it was still making some noise. So then we went back, took the driver's side off again. Yep. And there was a couple of parts in there broke again. I don't. I think we cleaned it out well. I think something else I just thought we, broke. I thought we did too, but maybe we didn't look closely enough underneath. It could have been hub. like where that cable thing was. Yeah, I think that's where it was. So, um, Anyways, that's, yeah. that was the stuff that was jingling. and Got rid of that. Then my wheel speed sensor was pretty messed up. Yeah, it was just still... Yeah, I looked at it. I was like, eh, it looks like it's kind of broke. So I got a new wheel speed sensor, threw it back in, and... Now I got a toner ring in it. Yeah, it fixed the wheel speed sensor <laughs> issue, but now the toner ring ain't reading right because it looked like it got damaged when the parking brake exploded. It's pretty messed up. Once we, once we had the wheel, cause my truck's stupid. Well, my dad pointed out you can put it in neutral, so there's a whole so separate button to put that in neutral, which is stupid. Oh, it's cause you got the dial. dial. Stupid. Yeah. It's on the four wheel drive, so you oh. put the. Transfer case in neutral, and then you can spin the wheel. So my grandma has a that Nissan orange SUV type of thing. Yeah, it's she don't have a dial, but she has a kind of like a fl- a flipper. Uh huh. It puts it. It doesn't know neutral on that. You have to do something special too. You uh-huh. put it in reverse and then flick it down even more something huh. and slide it. I don't know. It's kind of weird. She couldn't figure out because she wanted to get a car wash. She couldn't figure out how to get it neutral. <laughs> well, so as long as you're in the vehicle and it's running, you can put the truck in neutral. Oh, as soon as you open the door and shut it, and you're not in there, automatically takes it out. It takes it out okay. and puts it in. Part. That's what it. That's what Which it is. even if you're like, so like, like if you're backing up to a trailer, like a lot of the times I would have my door open to judge how far before I had a backup camera. Oh yeah. So I'm still getting used to the backup camera, but I'd always back up with my door open. Nope, can't do that. It puts you in park. <laughs> oh. Can't back up with the door open. Can't drive with the door open. Huh. That's so that sucks. Safety features that can hit the road. Yep. But anyways, we fixed the wheel speed sensor. Uh, went camping. We, me and the wife, uh, Friday we went and camped in Croton. I was wrong. I thought it was Muskegon, but it was Croton, which was a nice campground. Uh, a lot of golf carts. A lot of seasonals over there. Oh. <laughs> Surprisingly, they let side by sides drive around. 
Well, can't, more yeah. of them are doing it now. Which, I don't know if they have to do anything special. Go to the speed limit, which was five. <laughs> I told Rebecca I should bring my moped over here. She said, you don't have a moped. I meant the Predator. <laughs> what do you think? They'd think of some five-mile-an-hour coasting with the clutch grabbed in. Oh, uh, yeah. And a lot of exhaust on yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's quiet. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> but, yeah, it was fun. There was an old uh, Cushman three-wheeled golf cart, like, utility thing. I mean, when I say lots of golf carts, like, every five minutes there's a golf cart going by, lifted, light bars, <laughs> They lights, take their golf cart serious. Like, oh, dude, like, totally decked. And then there's this rusty old yellow Cushman driving around, and we were, we were walking around, and he went by, and I said, man, you got the coolest one here. And he looks at me, he's like, are you serious? I'm like, hell yeah, that thing is so cool. Like, <laughs> you guys are vintage. You're like the old muscle car driving around with yeah. golf carts. <laughs> Everybody can go buy a brand new lifted one, but to maintain that old one, that's sweet. Yeah. And they they put some miles on that weekend. Like, oh, I bet. What they do, just ride around the city? Yeah. Oh, no, it's, well, maybe. I mean, it's a small town. Oh, small but, town. Uh, over the campsites at, it's small. Yeah. Um. Just drive around. Like, a lot of the golf carts, kids are driving them. Like, yeah. Just cruising. Like, the right. whole campsite, you could probably cruise and, like, 10 minutes if you want the speed limit. Maybe oh. not even that long. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah, you don't go... You could walk five miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's slow going. And then if you go fast... I got hollered at once. Slow down. You're going too fast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going 10. My truck's loud. Oh, and that was in your truck. <laughs> My God. I'm going 10. <laughs> and then... So... It's not really brapping, but uh, Friday night... We were camping, and uh, Rebecca's like, I want some Jesus juice. So we went and found some orange juice at oh, the man. local Easy Mart, and I made up a big, we didn't have pitcher, but we just had big glass in the camper. So I made this big glass for two people, and she took like two sips, and was like, my tummy's upset. And I'm just <laughs> like, all right, it's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, yeah. all right. So I drank that whole puppy down. I was good. feeling pretty lit by 8 o'clock. <laughs> I went to go sit on the hammock, and before I could get balanced, it flipped me right over backwards, and she was <laughs> laughing her ass off about that. And then Saturday, we went to a wedding, and she got hammered. That was a long night for me. And then Sunday, we packed up, came home. I had my uncle's retirement party at my parents. Played some cornhole. Oh, sounds like a good Memorial Weekend. I really wanted to take my quad over there, but my dad told me no because there's going to be too many people. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and Ricky drove his mini bike down to Coleman, 200. Oh, yeah. And it was later in the evening, and I was I was feeling pretty good. Jacob was, you know, feeling pretty good. And Ricky's just begging Jacob to take it for a spin. So Jacob took it for a spin. <laughs> Jumped the driveway a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that thing, that is pretty torquey for a mini bike. Yeah. And so he gets back, and Ricky's on it. He's like, come on, why just take it for a ride? Like, All right, and I'll take it for a ride. I wheelied across the the driveway on it. Oh, yeah. He's like, you got the front wheel up. <laughs> is that the one with, like, the wide tires on it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, super wide. <laughs> it's perfect for him, though. I mean, it probably cruised. I probably did, like, 40 mile an hour on it in the That's yard. That's impressive. It's it's pretty peppy. Yeah. I mean, it's for what it is. Centrifugal clutch, so. Mm. But it's all. Ryan says it's all chain driven. It's got a chain on the front, 
to the clutch and then to the tire. There's two chains. Hmm. Which may be why it's so torquey. There's no Maybe. slippage. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, that was fun. I mean, for what it is, it rips pretty good. I thought about inviting him out on Saturday. Bring the Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Or Honda. Uh, you got Honda 250. Oh, yeah. Trust good old Honda. Yeah, that was my weekend, and pretty much what did I do Monday. I can't really remember. I don't know what I did. Oh, yeah, I know what I did. Oh, we went fishing. That's what we did. We went fishing yeah, at Goose I, Lake. I had a good weekend, but it wasn't a happy weekend for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you get into that? Uh, so, the video's out, so you probably already know by now. Um... Did you watch the video yet? I haven't. Yeah. I was listening to the podcast a little bit. Oh, yeah. I posted that one late on YouTube on accident. Yeah. But it's been out for a week or so. Anyways, uh, Saturday. What day was it? Yeah, Sun- it was Saturday. Sunday. I thought it was Saturday you guys went. No, we worked on the camper Saturday. So no. Sunday we went riding an old just small joyride just out of the blue. That's what we normally do, if we, and if we do the, do that, we go to like Sunrise, which is our in Everett, Michigan. It's just local state land, so it's not really true like RV it's trails, like but federal forest roads, just state land. But yeah, yeah, you, you're pretty much fire, fire roads is what a good way to call them. What I call them. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, they're two just tracks. two tracks. Um, yeah, so they're kind of like two track roads, so you know any vehicle can go down them, and then there's. Just trails. So if there's a trail, you can pretty much go down anything. And then there's a um, single track. Really nice, hard single track in there. I think it's the second hardest one in Michigan next to Drummond. Yeah, it's it's one of the hardest in Michigan, and it's it's people say it's like top ten hardest in the U.S. But I don't, I don't quote don't quote me on that. I don't know, but. Um, Definitely, you need to be an experienced rider for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wyatt found that out a little yep. bit. <laughs> I ate it a lot that day, and yeah. I had enough by the time we got to the Sugar Bowl. And <laughs> that was only, like, what, three miles in? Hardly. <laughs> yeah. Two miles. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we headed out that way and um, made it about three miles down the road. And just out of nowhere, I was I was riding the Razor. Wasn't even giving it, hammering on it hard or nothing. And uh, out of nowhere... It just loses all its power, and it starts sounding funny, and it died. Um, so I managed to get the start back up, and uh, it was sounding really weird. And, it, you know, temperatures were fine. It was at 180 degrees, and I, I can get, which is why I think it's tuned. It doesn't go above 190 degrees at all, and so I think it's been tuned to run cooler. But you can do that. You just, you know, mm-hmm. activate the fan on sooner. Um, stock is supposed to run around 210 degrees. That's how players likes to run them. I don't know what's proper, but um, I know a lot of people do that fan. Yeah, they like to run them cooler. I which mean, which is like where most vehicles run. That's normal. Yeah, 190 for gassers. 190 to 210 is normal. 180 are on the cool side. I don't know if you're gaining or, or benefiting from running it cooler or not. I don't know. You know, 180 degrees isn't, that's, that's isn't too one, far off of 190. That's the one bummer about buying these, like, salvaged ones is 
you don't know what's been done to them. Yeah, I have no idea. Same thing with the X3. I'm pretty sure that one was tuned as well. Um, I'm not saying this one is tuned. If it is, I don't know what they did to it. And then I'll get to this too later. But <clears throat> anyways, it died. Um, so I said, something wrong with it. Screw it. Tow me home. So my dad towed me back home. And then uh, I was pissed. Because I didn't know. I didn't know what was wrong with it. Brock said he thinks that I'll the turbo blew up or something because it sounded like it was whistling. I was like, no, it, it sounds like I blew a piston. That's what it sounded like. But it didn't didn't sound like it was running only, only on one piston or anything. Had a weird knock. Anyways, next day rolls around. So now it's Memorial Day. Uh, didn't really have any plans, so I was like, I'm just going to tear into it, see what's wrong with it. Um, so now at this, at this point, it's cool, so... I got to start back up, and uh, it was running fine. It sounded like it was running fine. I didn't see no, I, didn't, I thought my charge tube was maybe broken or something because Brock said I lost all my boost, but you know, I gave it some gas, it revved right up, sounded fine, and I took it out of the garage and went down the road 100 feet. Now at this point, it got up to temp really, really fast. It didn't overheat or nothing, but like, and then it started making weird noises. So like, okay, yep. It's, uh, something's bad. <laughs> so I very quick, very quickly got it back in the garage and, uh, tore it back down, disassembled the whole engine, which is all in the, it's all in the video. Um, I'm going to talk about, talk about it a little bit more because I learned some more things after the video, but, um, come to find out the magneto rod and bearing, um, that piston, it, it was all seized up, burnt, cooked black uh -huh. she got heated up she looks like it got ran dry of oil that bearing specifically um but all the other bearings were they had they were lubed up they weren't burnt or nothing so just you had a bad bearing so i don't know yet um i i inspected all the bearings like for scratches and stuff before i put it all in they all looked fine and I double-checked the rod bearings they sent me, and they are supposedly the right ones. So either there was a defect in the crank shaft, or I got that bearing, or something else. Now, um, all the other bearings, yes, they were lubed up and stuff. They weren't dry by any means, but they were not wearing right. They were highly wore down for only having 10 hours of use on it. So do you think your crankshaft's bad? Maybe that's why the engine before you had it blew up, possibly, well, too? Well, possibly. Um, so, before I get too... I, I bought this rebuild kit from Rev6 Power because I heard they have decent parts, I guess you could say, and they have warranty on all their stuff. Brock said, you, if you're going to rebuild it, might as well go with a rebuild kit with a warranty just in case. So I'm glad I took his advice. But if I did it my own way, probably wouldn't have had issues, because um, I got more people involved into it now, but I, if, so I opened up warranty claim, because I was pissed off, you know, the crankshaft's cooked too, because that's all melted, the pistons are scored, um, so I, oh, the pistons are scored? A little bit, they're not bad, 
they're no, slightly normal, but they're for ten hours of use. They shouldn't be this scored already. That's one thing Justin asked: is if your pistons are scored, if the, your cylinders were cylinders are fine. Okay. They're not like bad. But they're not. They should not be in the shape. So I don't know why. Um, it's all gonna be a mystery because I don't really know all went down. But there's one, one thing that Rev Six Power messed up, and I'll take some of the blame because I should have double checked um, two of the crank bearings they sent me were not the right color and if you don't know players color codes their bearing sizes mm. so I have four different bearings for the crank or the rod or whatever three or four so they color code them it's dumb I don't know why they didn't make them all the same but so two of them were not the right size on the crank. So, they, you know, that did that throw everything off? I don't know. I'm not really sure what went down, but I do know that the rod bearings were supposedly the right ones, so. And, uh, another thing, the oil pump, was that the culprit, somewhat? With, every, with the camshafts being lubed up and stuff, everything was... Most of the stuff was being lubed, obviously, so I don't know. I think it was... Don't they have, like, a plastic no, the, gear? So that'd be on the X3s. Yeah. They run a plastic sprocket on their on their uh, oil pumps. Um, parent, according to Brock, on forums he reads, but you always hear about all the bad stuff. Yeah, you that, never hear about the good shit. Yeah, apparently the OEM pumps aren't exactly the greatest. On the Razor? Yeah, on the Razor's. So, was mine a fluke thing? Was it half wore out? I don't know. Maybe. So, you're going to build it? Build it? <laughs> uh, no. So, anyway. <laughs> so, Rev6 Powers opened up a warranty claim with me. So, I sent all the bad parts out. So, I'm waiting to hear back from them. I won't know for several days, probably. Um, I'm going to buy a new oil pump. Just because you might as well now. Cause I don't know... Everything was brand new in the low end, so I'm just going to start over again. Something went bad, and I don't know what it was. At least you got a warranty, though. Yeah. So some of the stuff's covered. Yeah. The stuff that broke should be covered. And that's another thing. Uh, I don't know what Rev6 Power actually does. I know that they specialize in rebuilding stuff, and they do make some of their own parts. But this kit they sent me was all... Minus the pistons, and I think the valves were OEM. I'm not sure what the valves were. They did send me, you know, new valves for this kit, but everything was hot rods. Huh. So it wasn't even their stuff. Maybe they box drop shit like you do. Could be. I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's what they use for their rebuild kits too. But I do know they make some of their own parts, but I don't... So did I, you get Hot Rod stickers then? Um, I mean, not that my partner needs anymore. <laughs> I probably did. I probably threw them away. I don't remember. <laughs> I got a lot of Hot Rods yeah. on there. Hot Cam stickers. <laughs> yeah. So the crank was Hot Rods. The crank bearings. All the bearings were Hot Rods. Cylinder. You know, I don't know what the cylinder was. Cylinder might have been their Rev 6 power. It might have been their cylinder, which that looks fine. 
It didn't, no damage on that. All the hash marks are still on it and stuff. Good deal. So, but the pistons were, everything was getting war for some reason. So, maybe it's a little bit of everything. Maybe the oil pump, they had a bad oil pump out of nowhere. But, oh, here's another thing that I keep forgetting to mention. Yeah, one rod bearing was cooked, but the other one was not. Oh, so the, the one that got hot. The one that got hot well, obviously was bad. The other one, one was fine. Huh. That's weird. And they were, I made sure they were both the correct ones. They were, so, but I had two crank bearings that were not the right size. So they sent me wrong, and I should have double-checked. So that's my bad. So now when we do this the second time, I'm double-checking everything. And we're going to, we have a tool. We're going to check the tolerances and all the bearings when I put it together this time just to make sure that something wasn't wrong again. I didn't do that the last time because you you don't need to. What's the new crankshaft cost you? Um, so an OEM one is about 1200 bucks. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, maybe 400 bucks. It might be worth it. No. But. <laughs> nope. That's why Oof. I hope, hope in the world. So I don't know how much a hot rod's crankshaft costs, but... I'm hoping they warranty it out. I'm sure. I've heard good things that they stand by their warranties, so we'll see. It's all shipped out. It's all words, man. Yep. It's your it's word all, against my word. It's all about word, and I mean, if they don't fall through, then you raise hell on the razor forums. That's what mm -hmm. everybody else does. <laughs> but, Everyone uh, always raises the bad reviews. Yep. I don't read. I don't ever read five star reviews. I always go to the one stars. Yeah. Why is this guy mad? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. Or if you click on something that's only got five star reviews, you don't even have to read them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then that's another thing. Another thing I learned on the razor. Take Brock wanted me to double check. Now that I have the clutch kit out. Or the clutch out is that he thought. When we raced the second time, when we did my dad's clutch, how they were pretty even, but my dad's a little bit better, probably mm -hmm. because of the better tires. Well, Brock was like, well, you probably have a clutch kit on that. And he was right. I took it apart. I could see the weights in there and stuff. There's You can interchangeable, like my dad's, you can change like the, the weights magnet out. weight thing? Yeah. Now, yeah. what kind of cl uh, clutch kit is it? I don't know. But they have it, they have it weighted out for the tires, bigger nice. tires. And that's maybe why it's... Feels peppy, feels peppy with the big tires on it, even because yeah. it's just clutched right. Yeah. So that's another good thing about it. And I can put that in my my description when I sell it. That's tuned go. and has a clutch kit on it. <laughs> ask you what kind of tune though. I know, I know. I, you need the jeep when you get back together. You need to GPS it and see if it's if the speedometer matches too. Yeah, yeah, and that's what a, a tuner will do as well. Which I think I just already said this. But the tuner will change your fan speed, fan speeds and stuff mm -hmm. to keep it cooler. So, uh, I wonder if I can put Brock's dyno jet up to it and see if it'll detect what tune is on it. I don't know, cause I think dyno jet is the, really the only one that has a actual controller. There's other companies out there. Say like aftermarket assassins, they make a custom tune that runs off of dyno jet software. Yeah. And that's the actual plug-in yeah. and tool. Yeah, and that's what a lot of other people do. See, I don't know if, like, 
Evil Power Sports, how their tunes, I think their tunes are their own. sure. Warranty Killer tunes <clears throat> also run off the Dino Jet. Oh, okay. As far as I know, I think Evo is probably, would be another one that they make their own software. But, anyways, um, that's how my uh, Memorial Weekend went. Blew up the Razor. Uh, but I did take the Predator out to Sunrise, so I did able to ride that. Still got to work on the, um, I still got to clean the air filter out a little bit better, but I started half. Mm, sipping on it. Yeah. Um, still working on the stage three a little bit. It just, I think I just need to do what Dino Jet says to do, and I got to put that can and air filter on it. I think it, they're dumping so much fuel on it, it needs more air. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's that temperamental with the... What if you pull all your plugs out of your airbox? I did. Oh, no, it's still... It's did still... It help? A little, yeah. It helped a little. I need to look at my air filter again. I don't think I cleaned it out good enough. Do you still have your old box? Because didn't you need a bottom or some shit? Oh, I threw that away. Yeah, yeah the the bottom clips were all broken, so it, I had it zip-tied hanging up there. Oh, okay. It's kind of dumb how they have it mounted. There's, like, metal clips that are... They're like hooks that hook on it on each side. On my old yeah. box, they were all broken, probably from them trying to take it out, or I don't, I don't know why. So you just kind of run a cone, K&M filter with a sock on it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to keep playing with it a little bit. I'm, I'm guessing what, they, what, what they're doing is they're literally taking the boot and their whole air box off, and they're literally mm-hmm. just zip-tying that K&M air filter straight to the carburetor. Yeah. I don't want to do that, but if I want to race you and win, I'm probably going to have to do that. <laughs> I would start with new tires, but that's just me. Yeah, well. I, and new rims, because those the... tires are a pain in the ass. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I get new rims, put paddles on it. Yeah. But I want to get the stage three running perfect before I do anything else. Or... You know, I'm just not lining up with you anymore because I've beat you three times now. So <laughs> hey, I beat you, beat you the other times. Once. Actually, technically, I, I beat you twice. four times because the first time you didn't realize we were racing. Yeah, it was a delayed response there. <laughs> you, you had a minute at the the Christmas tree. You sat there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else took off. Literally, as soon as you guys were taking off, I was like, oh, we're drag racing. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, that was funny. It was running good then. Yeah. And uh, mine wasn't. Oh, I mean, mine technically wasn't either, but it was. That's when the, I think that's, that trip, that's when the belts really started to seat in, and that was the end of their life. Because mm. they, you went from super cold to really hot. And, and I didn't want to start for you much. No, and the belts were tight then. Mm-hmm. It, they just got way worse towards the end of the day, and when the machine's hot already, you know, yeah. it'll start start up easy. And that's why, you know. Well, Plus it was 32 degrees that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially when it's that cold out. But I've had, you know, customers tell me, oh, they don't need an engine rebuild. It starts up. That's yeah, what, after it's hot. That was before you shim mine, too. Because we had a hell of a time. And once you shimmed them, it fires right up now. Yes, yeah, your valves were tight, too. Yeah. They're like mine, well, you actually you had one belt tight. I had 
both my intakes are really tight. I had no PSI. I had 25 PSI compression. <laughs> you had 50 with your one, so. Still not good. No. Why the one? I don't know why the one knows out. All the other stuff was fine, but mm. I have to keep an eye on it. And it fires right up right now. I, I have a feeling your quad wasn't, maybe not as ridden as much as my engine was, but. Probably not. I mean, it sat for probably 15 years. Who knows? How long it sat for a while. Yeah, 10 years. Well, he said he, the sticker, previous stickers were 2015. I didn't think. It had green stickers on it when we bought it. I want to say it was 2015. Hmm. So that's probably the last time they wrote it. 7 years. It was still a lot while. Yeah. Yeah. Good old barn find right there. It was. Surprised that the engine actually ran. <laughs> I was a little leery on that <laughs> after that, but I'm sometimes you just gotta take their word for it. Yeah. But just just because it ran last time they ran it doesn't mean it's still good. Yeah. I've had customers bringing things. It ran the last time I ran it. How long did it sit? Oh, a couple of years. Well, the rings can set up, and when you break the rings loose, they can break. You know. I'm glad that wasn't the case. So I got no. enough money in that stupid quad. Yeah, I <laughs> I ran a compression after I did the valve, and it was 150, which is great. Sweet. For a four-stroke, what what it's supposed to actually be, I don't. If it's supposed to be up to 180, yeah, you're still low, but it's still running fine. And that's what you get for used machines. They're just until you replace everything. Yeah. Like I had to. I should have did a compression test of mine to see what it's supposed to be at. Damn. I can still do it probably, but. What you do is just pull the spark plug out and put yeah. something in there. Yeah, you, pretty much. You do, I have a kit, so you where the spark plug goes, it twists in there, and then a hose comes out and then to a a gauge. Yeah. You crank it over and it just pumps it up. Pretty simple, and all that tells you is you know how much compression you have. So it does, if you say you, you have valves out or a ring out, it, it doesn't tell you what's bad. It just says something's wrong. Yeah. So when someone says it has low, something has low compression, yeah, the rings or the valves, it's got to be <laughs> one of the two. Huh. Most of the time it's just a valve adjustment. Huh. But, yeah, I was uh, riding my quad in Sunrise, so I like to think when I ride, especially when we were going slow that day. Ray and Cher was with us, so we oh. go just go a little slower, which it was a nice cruise, a lot of people out anyways. It felt slow on the quad because you're in first gear on that thing. And, you know, the thing's yeah. actually 20 miles an hour in first gear. It is, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I find my, like, because you're, like, you're revving high in first. Like, do you shift a second and just putts, or? I do. Yeah, that's why I usually It's not do. hard. It's not bad on the engine. Yeah. You're just using less fuel. I- idling. Yeah, it's, you're just idling but moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was doing... I'm thinking, I was like, man, do I want this quad still? Do I kind of want a dirt bike. <laughs> uh, choices. <laughs> but then I was like, man, we're going to be riding possibly a hat. We're probably going to Hatfield-McCoy trails, and if I don't have a side-by-side, I need something. I don't want to buy a dirt bike while I'm doing all this and then have the dirt bike break down because I had no time to fix it, so should I wait? <laughs> you told me not to sell my quad because you wanted to have someone to ride quads with, so yeah. what the hell, man? I can still ride a dirt bike with a quad. I can still, I can still get on the 50-inch trails. 
So why don't you just why don't you just keep your quad and buy a dirt bike on the side? I can't I can't keep buying things. Brina's gonna kill me. Yeah, but you can ride when you're dead. Plus, I don't have the money to buy a dirt bike right now. If I, see, if I sell a quad for like $4,000, then I could buy a decent dirt bike with that money. <laughs> or use half the money to buy another cheap quad and or dirt bike. And If I sold my quad for 3500 and put that towards the Defender and sold the Defender for sixteen, I could go buy a Razor. Hey, there you go. <laughs> let's, let's set some 15-inch trails first. <laughs> I mean, we could still hit the 50-inch trails and the side-by-sides. That's it's true, which is highly frowned lot, upon. It's a lot more challenging. <laughs> Been there, done that. Depends how tight they are, but yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> yep. I mine was even a 50-inch side-by-side at the time, and that was rough. So I can't imagine doing it in a 60 or 64-inch unit. Uh, I, well, we haven't done, it was a long time ago, we one of our first times we were riding Sunrise before they started logging it, so there's a lot of a lot of good trails in there. And we hit this trail and it kind of dead ended, so we made our own pass through the woods and we then we hooked up to a single track trail and we rode down that with our side by sides. That was tight. <laughs> the single track. Oh, yeah, we rode down the single track. Well, that's basically what this 50 inch was. It was the Cabernet motorcycle trail. Me and my dad were on. Yeah. yeah. But it yeah. says it's a 50-inch trail, but it is by no means a 50-inch. Someone done goofed up. I guess Tyler got talked to by the DNR in Stateland. Recently? Yeah, because he was uh, hill climbing a hill he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the only way down is the way you come up, and the DNR was, was down, down there. <laughs> why don't, why don't, I don't, I is think, it a law that you can't go off? I think he was on part of the single. I think he was climbing the single. Oh. And then... Even, even so, they don't really like you going off the tracks. Yeah, I don't know why. Because you can walk just all over it. Need like erosion or destruction or... Pro- I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm like, you, could, you don't think you could outrun him? He's like, I didn't have anywhere to go. That was the problem. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. looking around. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just got talked to. They didn't give me a ticket or anything. I'm like, well, that's good. Give you a fair warning. Yeah. I'm like, did you have your shocker open? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As, oh, what was it? That was... I think that was... Monday? Yeah. Had to have been Monday. Monday... He was just out cruising around, and we were just chilling at the house. Mm. But I thought I could have swore I heard his X three pull off one fiftieth. Oh yeah, headed like towards Leroy. So I texted yeah. him like, "Did you just pull off one fiftieth in your X 3 <laughs> He's like, "No, why? What's up?" I'm like, "Well, that was a quick response." And I'm like, "Oh, I just thought I heard a shocker off one fiftieth." He's like, "Nope, I'm just cruising around the pickup. I'm like, all right." It's about twenty minutes later. He, went by I'm like oh hey <laughs> he backs up and swings in i'm talking he's like yeah so like two minutes before you text me two minutes before you text me he's like there was a state boy that pulled on my road 150th and i was coming coming down the road to 15 mile he's like we pulled on my road so that's why i was kind of leery when you text me oh I thought you heard me on the next three <laughs> Like, well, maybe they just know. They're waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. 
They know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> they would do that, too. They tracked me across three states. Mm-hmm. That was DNR. Yeah. They're basically, oh, state like, state trooper. boys. Yeah. Well, they're trained by the same yeah. school, so, yeah. Hell, they have, I think they have a little bit more power than the state troopers in some aspects. Yep, they do. I'm pretty sure they can walk on your property without a warrant. Like, search your property. If they have reason to do it, yeah. yeah. And they'll come up with Pro- one. Probable cause. <laughs> Swing in here. <laughs> we, need, we need to stash this. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I don't want to be aiding and abetting, but. I'd do anything for my buds. <laughs> Just leave the keys in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it may not have the same amount of gas in it when you want it back. <laughs> Just in case I gotta move it again. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it covered in mud? I don't know. It was like that when you dropped it off. <laughs> and the DNR were looking for it. I had to move it really quick. <laughs> <laughs> we had to cut through the swamp. <laughs> so... So, yeah, we'll have to see how the gas prices keep going up or not. Either way, we're going to ride somewhere in the second, I think the second week of July. My mom officially got the week off, so. Brock really wants to go down to Hatfield-McCoy Trails, but we'll see how how the gas prices are. I think if we get enough people and we all split the cuts, it might not be too bad. Yeah. But. Otherwise, I was thinking if we not go down there, maybe hit the UP or something. But that'd be cool. I haven't been. I haven't rode up there in, since 2015, so it's been a while. Uh, I had some friends from work. They rode it two years ago. That was before COVID was a thing. Other than two years ago or three years ago, they they had the uh, ride command maps, mm-hmm. and they were all getting kind of low on gas, so they were. They went and went and went, and it says gas stations up here. Well, there's a 100-foot-long water hole, and they can see the gas station. <laughs> it's probably one of them snowmobile trails it that are swamps. deep, yeah, that's yeah. what he said. He's like, we were up to our seats in muck, and he has a yeah. Ranger 900 oh. crew, like what I got. Yeah. And he's got he's got a bigger lift and thirty twos on it. He's like it was up to our seats, <laughs> just muck. Oh my god! And he's like we got one guy through, and we all had to winch to him, and winch us all the way through, and then we get to it, and there's a freaking gate across the road. We've we've done that before. And he's like, he's like at this point we're not going back through the mud hole. We're desperate. He's like, we just made our own trail around the gate. <laughs> yep. He's Sounds like, like one of he's our He's like, trails. at this point, I don't, I paid $300 ticket to go around the gate yeah. then it, to run out of gas out there. I don't remember where we were. This is this is the best trip we've ever had up there. And Is that when all you guys had sport quads? <clears throat> we had all sport quads. Eric was on the trail boss, I think, at that point, I think, on that trip. So, I, yeah, I had the Predator, and Cole had a 350Y... FC or whatever it was, YFC, Raptor, Raptor, three fifty Raptor, and Brock had the Honda. I don't know if Brock drove that trip. I think he might might have been too young. If not, he was on the three three hundred Honda. The same one you sold like two years ago. Yeah, the black one. Wow, you guys had that a long time then. Yeah, we bought that twenty twelve. 
Do you need a new one? Oh, uh, sure. So anyway, this is before GPS and stuff was a thing. And uh, my dad had the OG 800 Razor, and then we had we had an 800S Razor, and then we had... Crap, I had a Commander at this point. Did he? I think he did. We either had a OG Commander or it was an 800 Ranger. I don't... I want to say it was Commander. It was like the first year that came out. We might have had two of them. I don't, it don't matter. Anyways, so we're going. It's on the map, paper map. Uh, it doesn't say Snowville Trail, or, but it just says Trail or something. I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And there's... You know, normally when these Snowville Trails are... Sw they're normally swamps in the summertime. They normally have them gated off so stupid people like us don't go through them. So anyways, we didn't see no gate, so we went through, and we didn't know how long it was. We, You know, we hit the first mud hole. All right, we made it through. Went another... 500 feet, and then another mud hole. Like, all right, here's another one. You know, same thing. It was deep, and we had a winch everybody through. Someone who had to hook up to a tree, winch themselves up, turn around, and winch other. Because we only had, like, one winch with us. And, uh, yeah, we kept doing that. And next thing we know, it's about five miles deep. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't know how much farther to keep going, but we finally made it to the end. Yep, get to the end, gate across it. <laughs> and we had to make our own trail. We literally had to like climb up this very steep bank, like, because other people have gone through it. So they, mm -hmm. someone put a really steep amount of dirt there. Well, someone bermed it up. Yeah, it's bermed up, and uh, we bermed it back down. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it says uh, trail close, snowmobiles only, or something like that. It's like wow, well, that's good to know on that side. <laughs> we were so dirty that night. This is when we were like tenting. I, th I think I've seen pictures of this. Probably trip. have. Uh, we were orienteering, I guess you could say. Um, there was a lot of muddy smiles, if I remember. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We stayed in the motel that night, and we were <laughs> thankful, very thankful that the owners allowed us to wash our clothes. <laughs> they had a garden wow. hose. We were able to wash the machines off, spray all the mud off. We had a. They said, you guys can't enter these rooms until you hose yourself off. That's how muddy we were. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, Spicer Boat City didn't make me do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you only had, go he had a goggle outline. Yeah. Everything else was dirty. I didn't know if you knew how, yeah, that's how your face looked. You walked yeah. in with just goggles. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I we walked past all these $300,000 tritunes and... I got raccoon face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the type of one I want to do that type of riding again. It's just yeah. It was fun. We just took all of our camping gear back then. We had a little bit bigger beds because we we either had a def, um, r Ranger OG Ranger. Well, I wasn't really OG, but eight hundred Ranger, and or a Can Am Commander, and the Can Commander had decent bed space and it yeah. had a trunk too but and then the razor the og <laughs> the og 800 razor that might have big box and my 570 had that same yeah box. so that's that style we packed it full like tall and and then we had our sport quads so no storage no storage at all where for the trail boss he had a rack so we racked <laughs> storage on his squad <laughs> that was a fun trip but yeah we'd just go and we're basically on state land on most of these trails. I'd love to do a trip like that. And we just find a good spot somewhere. If we found a creek or a lake, 
They stayed yeah, there. Camp next. To and washed in the lake or creek. Uh, and then one time, I'm sure I told this before. Come out with leeches on you. <laughs> but there was one time we didn't really know uh, my grandpa's leading, and we didn't really know what he was doing. And next thing we know, he's like, all right, we're camping here. And we're like, Why? We never stopped to get gas or water earlier. <laughs> we thought we were still going. He's like, oh. So we literally had no water. So we uh, <laughs> boiled our own water down to have coffee that night. And, yeah. That was a fun time. It's a fun time. That would be fun. I wish I could think more. It's just so late. I'm tired. <laughs> it's only 1230. <laughs> only. It's the difference between our lifestyles, I yeah. guess. I'm pushing through it. I'm pushing through. You like the lemonade? The sugar is uh, waking me back up. Yeah, that's good. It's tasty. It's not bad. It's not way bad. better this way than out of a glass with ice in it. I can so, tell you that. It's 4.2%. Yeah. So is it a lemonade beer? Or is it a yeah. Beer? If you pour it out, it looks just like beer. Oh, okay. So what's the red and white? Is that just, they're just calling it that? Or is it just blueberry lemonade? I think it's to compete with, like, the Smirnoff, red, white, and berries. Mm-hmm. But those are more, like, wine coolers, or this is more of, like, a beer. Yeah. So this is just blueberry lemonade beer, and they just call it red, white, and blueberry. Yeah. Just for America. For Memorial Day, I think, and yeah. 4th of July, probably. Yeah. <sighs> It doesn't taste like straight up blueberry though. No, no, that's good. It's definitely sweet. Brina would probably like this. Well, that's saying something. Yeah, she doesn't like beer. No, she don't. Well, we could talk about what we kind of plan today for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you start us off? So, uh, well, I seen someone post about a fifty-inch trail. In Kalkaska. And we've been wanting to ride some of these trails for a while. We just haven't had a good time to go yet. Yeah, it seems like every time we plan to do something, something else comes up or something breaks. and Or the weather's freaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> I never looked at the weather. I don't look at the weather. <laughs> it could be cold. It could be hot. It could be tornado weather. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. And it always changes the day of. Yeah, so I, I don't <laughs> ever look at the weather. That just jinxes your luck anyways. Yeah. So... Been wanting to hit up the little O out kind of by... Basically Baldwin area. Baldwin, Luther. Carryville area. Yeah. Right up by Club 37. So me, Jesse, and most likely Justin. He had to double check with his wife. But but what about Chris? Uh, he's works the weekends, I think. Oh, alright. I mean, I can hit him up and see. Yeah. Last time he planned the trip and he ghosted us. So <laughs> he planned I'm, the trip and he didn't even show up. <laughs> yeah. So I really doubt he's going to come. But I don't know. We could ask some other people if you know people who got quads. Yeah. And the only other person I really know is Eric. Yeah. With his it's 500. It's pretty much hay season now, so, but we can ask. Yeah. I don't know anybody else with quads. Um. Brandon, or but dirt bikes. Yeah, I don't. Brandon, know come along if you want. So yeah. I don't care. Can I ask? Well, it depends. If they're probably gonna be doing hay, but I don't know. 
because yeah, I doubt they'll be able to go. But it'd be fun. More yeah. people to tow us home. Our old quads. <laughs> yeah, the more the better. Uh, yeah, I was, we were thinking Friday, but Rebecca has the day off, and I only got one quad, so do Saturday. Yeah, try Saturday. And Justin was busy Friday too, so yeah. Saturday, he's pretty sure he doesn't have anything going on. You know, a couple of dirt bikes or three wheelers. Think they can keep up on a three wheeler? I don't know. <laughs> Although I think, did you ever meet Jacob uh, Solko? At one of my bonfires. I, I don't, don't. Big, tall, ginger dude, full beard. Oh yeah, yeah, I rode bike with him. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, that KTM. No, that was uh different. Oh, with Justin Yost. Oh. Okay, then no, I don't know. Jacob Slocum had a CR two fifty two stroke. Oh. If you would have rode with him. Nope, I don't remember. Oh, I couldn't fight him. He's got three wheelers. Made a funny story with him. He, he was telling me about he, when he worked at Yo Plate. He got uh, let go, unfortunately. But, uh, funny story. He's got this three wheeler in his house and he's ripping out old fencing. Just straight wire, like electric fence. Mm hmm. And he's like, wow, shit, I got the three wheeler. I'll just. Hook it to the three-wheeler hitch. It's like they're low and torquey, so he's got two of the three wires pulled out with this. This old fencing It's in the ground. Yeah. So the third wire, he hooks on the hitch, wraps it around just like he did the other two, and is pulling, and he's like, it's pulling a little harder, bro. I just kept going. I'm like, it's still pulling. You know, it never, like, stopped it or anything. Yeah. He looks back. It ripped the stairs off his porch, off his trailer. Oh. <laughs> it was under the ground, wrapped around his stairs. Oh, my God. He's like, it didn't even, like, hesitate, though. It just pulled Surprise. it right out. Surprised it didn't go wheelie up backwards. <laughs> it just pulled it right off the ground. Yeah, that's funny shit. He's got, he's got a bunch of old Honda three-wheelers. On the two fifty dirt Ooh. bike. Maybe he'd trade you a CR two fifty two stroke for your predator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I kinda do wanna dress for Enduro. I do know someone that's putting a three eighty two stroke back together. Uh, who's that? Uh, Billy. Kid I work with. Oh. He's in maintenance. Oh. The thing's a monster. 380. I think I think you told me about that one. So, Yost, the one you're thinking of, you rode bikes oh, with a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he had a Banshee, and he's flying in fifth gear. Banshee's pegged out. The original owner of the KTM, because Billy bought it off his brother-in-law, so the original owner passed Justin doing a wheelie on the 380. <laughs> Those things are pretty spunky. That'd be pretty nasty. Yeah. Bike to have. I watched Billy eat it hard off the telephone pole. Oof. He was racing uh, Chad, the house we always met at when we went on downtime rides. Mm-hmm. He lives just off of uh, Tin Cup on Sadler Road. And we'd ride at his house all the time. And he's got a little track. And I took my razor on it. It's it was kind of tight taking my razor on it, but so we all parked where you you start on the trail, and it's, it takes about five minutes to do his racetrack. 
where you come out is right next to his pole barn. And then there's woods in the pole barn and you shoot off this trail. Well, Billy started at the track. Nobody was there. It, while he's on the racetrack, three side-by-sides pull up and park right where you come off hot. You come off the trail hot. Uh-huh. You're usually cruising yeah. like third or fourth gear. Yeah. So he comes flying around this corner and there's three side-by-sides parked where he's coming in hot. Mm-hmm. So he's downshifting and clutching it, running it in the pipe. And he hit the power band, and it kicked him one way and kicked the bike the other way, and it bounced off the telephone pole. And, oh, God. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh. That was a good time. <laughs> but, yeah. I guess he crashed the bike hard and wrecked it, and it's been parked in his parents' garage for, like, two years. I can only imagine. So now he's starting to put it back together. <laughs> I asked him what he wanted just for the motor. I was thinking Power Wheels. Yeah, <laughs> Power Wheels. That would be fun. Two-stroke Power Wheels. I don't know if really, I don't know if anyone's done that yet. Well, Grindhard hasn't. I haven't seen one. Two-stroke Power Wheels. 380 two-stroke Power Wheels. <laughs> Besides many a snowmobile motor. I've yeah. I made snowmobile ones. Yeah, but, but those are... Different. Those are CVTs. Yeah. And they're bigger. That's a five-speed, five I think. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. It was a, a dirt bike, two stroke. Hmm. There you go. Got the wheels spinning now. Find a decent engine of an old one, and you could do that. Get you like or, the old uh, CR five hundred, two stroke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those single cylinders? I think so. Damn. I'd like a quad though, just for so I can. Well, I mean, I could I could get Have both. So yeah, I can use most of the frame as a starter point. That's nothing to talk about. Um, the previous podcast, we uh, I went over the Chevrolet. So I built I built a subframe for it, and if you didn't watch it, the video's out now. If you didn't watch it, I built the in that. It only took me. That's how we got two hours to do it. Turned out really good. That's waste every year. Yeah. So far, their gas tank's running better. I bought some um, plastic epoxy to fix up some of my screw up, so I'm hoping that helps my leaks. If not, I gotta scrap the gas tank out. But um, either way, I got the problems under control now. <laughs> you know what's going on. Yeah. So now the next step is, 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 uh, well, the front diff is starting to leak a little bit of oil out of the seal, I think, uh. So your seal's a little leaky, huh? A little bit, and it, I noticed it was somewhat leaky when I first got the four-wheeler, but it's starting to get bad now, especially if you go really fast, like, this will do, uh, 60, no problem. Really? It would hit 60. Huh. Weight reduction. It's fast. And it's probably because it's a lot lighter. That probably helps. Probably way more aerodynamic, too. Probably. The problem is... And it'll probably get fixed down the road. I just don't... I can't afford to fix it right now. But the people that rode this quad before me, they just abused it. And 
the prop shaft that was on it it was wore out and they never fixed it and when you have wore out view joints on your input and output shafts it wears the splines down and so now I got some wobble in the splines creates a vibration on top of that I had to chop the prop shaft down and modify it to fit it in this frame because I shrunk it up so I probably and I know it's not welded evenly whatsoever <laughs> perfectly I mean it's good enough but it ain't perfect so that creates a vibration so at higher speeds when you got this wobbly drive shaft down there creating vibrations on the diff this that does not it's not very good on the seal and the bearings are probably getting bad too most likely but it's it's leaking slowly. plus you throw your high lifter tires on there yeah that creates a lot more tension on it and so that will be a problem in the future, but for now, I'm just going to keep the oil level up and send it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, everything else is running really good. The quad has always been kind of a lemon since I've gotten it, because I don't know what the previous owners did to it, but I got it running as best I could. Sometimes... It's it, weird. Sometimes it'll just shut itself off at idle. It looked like it had a uh, previous owner similar to me with my mechanic abilities. <laughs> Probably. They were definitely... Uh, PV snorkel kits. And... I can understand that. and I shouldn't say anything because I've made a PVC airline, but, but I did it for the... The only reason I did that is because it's for the Chevrolet's. And you were with me when you bought that stuff too. Well, and that's I was like I, I would like to find an actual hose, but finding I don't even know what, what was it four inch hose rubber hose that thick. It wasn't four or inch. three. I think it was two inch. Was it two inch? Two or two and a half inch. I think it's two and a half inch. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Two inch, two and a half inch. I'm trying to find big, strong rubber hose that big. It's not easy, and you can find it like. What's that? A coupler. Oh, that like that blue hose I got. Corrugated. Corrugated hose. You can find it like that, but that doesn't create a perfect seal for the air filter for the way we have it. So. Plus, that wouldn't be very good flow. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Well, if we did find one, it'd be smaller and it would restrict airflow. Well, even corrugated though, that's a lot of resistance, and you're pulling it. Yeah. Air. Well, I mean that's how they had it the snorkel kit <clears throat> they were running two corrugated hoses one inch corrugated hoses through the snorkels so technically it was probably big enough but that's how they ran it you know i'm not thinking about it it's after the fact now but it just popped in my head a little shop back hose i i thought about it i okay. tried it <laughs> i tried it yeah it was not big enough even like the big the big one uh, like... i didn't try a bigger one but I would have had to cut it down, and then I would still have that problem. Another Plus problem the, you had was the angle we had to get achieve. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> and I can change it, but the way I have it, it's fine. But your left foot, this Chevrolet is not made for uh, chubby com boys. Comfort. It's built. It's built for slender men. And slender not men. <laughs> Yeah, 
So if I, I'm struggling getting in it, most people are going to struggle. I got in it once, and how I got in it is not how you got in it. You got in a little different. I climbed up the wheels on both sides. Oh, yeah, and you kind of shimmied across it. Yeah, I, get, <laughs> I got on it how I get in my kayak. <laughs> uh, whatever works, hey. That's how I got out of it, too. Yeah. Getting out of it's not easy now either. Now it's sturdy, though. You could probably push on the subframe a little bit. Yeah, now you can actually... Push on it. Push on, yeah. Put all your weight on it and kind of, like, lift your legs up yeah. on it. So, yeah, you can do that now. But now that it's like that, it's actually a little tighter because the plastics were actually bowing out. So you, sh- you shouldn't bounce out of it then. No. Now, if it tips, you're probably not going to come out of it very easy. <laughs> you're like, well, at least one of your legs is going to be stuck in there pretty t- good. If that's what, if you have time, if so, one of these days. Oh, that's another thing I was going to talk about. If I before I forget, um, YXZ, Is it a good trail riding machine video? Oh yeah, we're gonna do that sometime soon. If you want to help do that before yeah. work or whatever, because it only takes like an hour to record. Okay. Just let me know when, and I'll say, hey, come take trail it. over here. I'm just gonna use the trail back here, yeah. Okay. I screw that. It's, it's gonna be cold anyway, so I get in trouble, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, oh yeah, and I also want to make is a Power Wheels a good trail riding video. And then I want to uh, finally send it at the gravel pit. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Every well, time we try to go take have it. to get one of them action things. Take three. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we try to go take it somewhere, it breaks. <laughs> uh, I just, I have a feeling, it, it's just the way you sit in it. It just feels sketchy going up hills in that thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Gonna have to make you a wheelie bar that can go in your one and a quarter inch hitch. Maybe. Get it you. will do wheelies if you get try. Get you like a three inch drop hitch and then weld a foot and a half onto it. Yeah. And it, put you some bogey wheels on it. If it wasn't CVT, it would have it would be doing wheelies everywhere. The CVT. Yeah. Does help with that. And that's another thing. Do they make clutch kit for it? Oh yeah. That's not you get you get you, we uh, had the same problem we got from on the Predator to the pit bike, but you get on the Predator to the Sportsman or the Chevrolet, you give it gas, and you're like, damn, this thing's slow. It, no, it doesn't you have that low end power. You go from having all the power in yeah. the world to having restricted power. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, you, no power to spare. You really give it the gas, the beans, and it's like, is that it? <laughs> That's how I feel about my Defender. You're riding the Predator for a lot. I hop in the Defender, and it's like, oh, this thing's kind of doggy. It's a good unit, though. Yeah. We built with what I had, and I took a chance on it. And I, I got some input from some of the community members, or at least one anyways for now, on the video I just posted. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And they said I should paint it blue and orange and not pink and purple. So... We're gonna, probably going to do blue and orange then. Who suggested that? I don't know. Some name was Zach or something. I don't know. Oh, on, on YouTube? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Oh, so you listen to Zach, but you won't listen to your best bud. <laughs> no, Wyatt, huh? I was. I listened to you. They just, they just, 
everybody agreed with you. So we'll probably do that. I'm, you don't see too many blue and orange Power Wheels out there, so... No, you sure don't. Now we could paint the candy cane hot pink and purple. Yep, that's all painted and done. It could still be called the candy cane because at Christmas time they got them candy canes <laughs> yeah. pink and purple. <laughs> uh, we'll do one eventually. Maybe the next one we can do oh, pink. Oh, you could call it the uh, purple people eater. Purple people eater. Is that off something? Yeah, there's not a lot of mud trucks that they paint purple. Oh. Yeah, you could be the purple people eater predator. <laughs> predator purple people eater. A lot of peas. Yeah. Hmm. It fit me because I pee a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that'll be what the next project is. We still got that red Jeep. It's not big enough, though, for someone to sit in. Probably not. I've been looking at it. They did it's it with Sandy, though, but I don't know how... I don't Sandy know. was the wider, the more OG. It was wider? Yeah. Oh. You could fit two kids in that one. Yeah. This is a totally a single-seater kid. Oh, we're learning with the truck. That's even... Well, most, most of the reason, the, 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 the Jeep, truck. The Jeep is closer to the Ford I got you. Yeah. It's just skinny. True. And if I didn't have the engine kind of in the center on the Chevrolet's, there'd be a lot more leg room in it, but... But I think the next Power Wheels is, should be a a two-stroke, I think. That should be at least be a manual. Manual, yeah, it's going to be at least manual for I wish, sure. I wish I would have had the money. I would have bought that 600RR. That would have been a badass That would have been motor. a big freaking engine to put in something, but they did it with Colonel Sanders. That was a 1,000. That was a 1,000, yeah. They put a lot of time in that one, though. Yeah. That was all nothing but custom. Yeah, everything. Tuning. Everything was... And they even had to tune it. Yeah, they didn't have the original wire harness. They had it. Yeah. Yeah, a two-stroke one would be pretty fun, I think. You don't see them. No, I haven't seen anyone do it, do it yet, personally. It would just, that would be just like a full send, in, send one. Yeah. That would be something you'd want to get maybe like a beat-up blaster frame. Build maybe motor and a blaster. The thing with the blaster is they don't have the best. They're skinny, which I'd want. I'd like a wider stance because they're. You can throw. I'm pretty sure it's maybe it's the banshees I'm thinking of. There's one of them you can throw the YFZ. Yeah, YFZ suspension on. <sighs> I think it's the banshees. Probably the banshee. Because you can put the front A arms. And it adds like two inches mm -hmm. on each side. What I really want is an <laughs> IRS chassis. I've yeah. sent you a couple, but yeah, everybody's asking way too much. That's because they know what they got. I yeah. know those, those are like the Jeeps. They know what they got. Yeah. It's funny. They never used to be that way. No one wanted the IRS. Now people do. Because they want to do shit with them. Well, they're a lot better ride, but... I don't see it, too many people making projects out of them that I know of, well, on YouTube anyways. Only one I saw people do was, uh, who was it? Someone did something with an IRS. It wasn't uh, right hard. Hindsick. Yeah. He's got the Defender 
um, Power Wheels. It was a KTM 525 or 500. Oh, I think that's what it was. Was it the orange? It was orange, yeah, wasn't it? Orange. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. The uh, Land Rover Defender, Range Rover Defender, Power Wheels. Yeah. Heinzig or something like that. Because that's a ch- that has a chain driven rear gearbox. Yeah. It's basically like the Outlaws, KTM's take on it. Uh, well, Outlaw is the one with the independent rear. Yeah. Certain models. Yeah. And then KTM made one just like that. Oh, I didn't know they had one too. Yeah. That's what his is. I didn't know KTM had their own IRS. I'm pretty sure they did. They probably did. I just, I honestly, I I don't know their KTM quads that well. They didn't make them very long. No, they only had them for a couple years. Kind of like the KTM quads. They didn't make those very long. Uh, it made them from 08 to 15, 14. 14. I think it was I 2013 DS450. That was a Peacock. Those are good quads, those 450s. I'd get one. The next, if I were to get a 450 again, it'd be a, either a Honda or the Can-Am. I really like how my quad set up versus your quad. Didn't realize yours was so like, yours like a jacked up truck. <laughs> mine's like a drift car. Mine set up properly. <laughs> mine's just made the corner fast, which is perfect for me because I don't have any brakes. Yeah. <laughs> I need to figure out why they keep losing prime. Dude, I totally forget I have a foot pedal for brakes anyway, so <laughs> it works out great for me. <sighs> Yeah. If there was a way you could tie my front brakes in with my back brakes with just the hand thing, I'd be golden. Cause you, that's what I always grab. You can. Just gotta put in our, rather than a T they have in the front, you run a, a three pronged one. Or four. You run yeah. the main outlet, two to the front, and one in the rear. I wonder if that'd work. That'd fix it. It would. I don't. I don't know if the front master cylinder would be powerful enough or not to squeeze all three of those brakes, though. No. Not sure. Well, I don't know if that's... I mean... It's definitely not kosher. Yeah. But, you're not... They do it on the sportsman, but you're not driving like a madman on a sportsman, normally. (laughs) Uh, Most you may be aren't. talking to a different audience. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yep. That's how my uh, that's how the Chevrolet is set up. All the brake is hits all of them. When am I not driving like a madman? Um, not very often. <laughs> when I'm on my lawnmower, cause it won't go very fast. <laughs> yeah. When you're held back. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the most you're driving like a madman is when you're getting held back. You're trying to push it to the limit. I can't. I don't want to push my mower to the limit. So I want to get the most out of those belts. It eats enough of them as oh it God. is. Belts aren't cheap either. Deck belts for it at the hardware. Like well, last year, they were fourteen dollars. I don't know. I don't remember now. But last year, 
every other week I had to go in and buy a new deck belt. And replacing the belt ain't the problem. <laughs> I know, but it's a cheap fix. <laughs> it's a quick fix. Yeah. A band aid. Well, I don't know. So I've cut my grass twice this year and it's done fine. So I don't know. Maybe they got a bad batch of belts at the hardware even. You never know. I'd believe it if that's what what the case was. Quality quality nowadays, you just you never know. I just no idea what's quality anymore. It is very, very difficult. Yeah, even when it comes to like oil, and I was talking to my dad about it today because I had to buy new oil for my razor because I'm doing another engine rebuild on it. And I, I got, I got clots this time. Oh, they're good. Because those will hold up with the warranty, player's warranty, which I don't have a player's warranty. But Brock's like, it's good oil. That's what a lot of two-strokers use with their mitts. Yeah, it's good oil. I think that's what I put in your uh, under. But Justin, I got that. The guy that had the Banshee? Yeah. That's what he always ran. And he could, he'd be, he'd be go somewhere and like... Smell someone's burning clots. Like <laughs> yeah, he, he knew. And two strokes, you can actually smell the racing yeah. fuel or formula uh-huh. got in it or yeah. the scent. That's cool though. I thought it was funny. He's yeah. Like, well, so I opened up yours. I didn't even realize. I just got clots because that's what the K and M recommends. And I opened up like, this smells pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you're not gonna smell it. <laughs> well, I'm but, glad I'm not smelling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you are smelling it, and it, that's not good. No. But uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know what, I don't even know oil is good anymore. People say this, people say AMS oil, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I don't even know if OEM oil is good. And I'm sure OE players or whoever doesn't even make their own it's oil. Probably they, cheap. They probably cheap have, is better. Yeah, they probably have someone else make it. I don't know, they probably have clots make it. It's like back when we were in school, it's hard to believe, but soon, going on 10 years, when I did power sports, um... I took a Valvoline class, which I'm, I'm sure they offer all different ones, but just watching what their stuff compared to, to like Quaker State and the cheaper stuff, you know, the knockoff main brands, which I burned in my truck at the time because of burnt oil, but uh, the Valvoline, that's what I always buy now. Jolene burns oil. She's yeah. burning some good old Valvoline. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed it doesn't burn as much of it if I use the good shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's I weird. don't know why. It's weird. Could be a little bit thicker consistency for whatever reason, or fire tolerant. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And the cats are being crazy. Oh, they're pretty calm. They're just yeah. They're actually not, being calm. He's not stuck to the wall yet. <laughs> Yeah, he's gotten punished pretty good. I don't, I don't see him climbing it very much anymore. You just spray him with a water bottle. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like the water. It's funny. He, he snuck outside yesterday or whatever day we we're supposed to be getting all that rain, <laughs> and then it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he wanted it in the house so fast. <laughs> so you get for sneaking out. <laughs> Where's Cinder at? I'll tell you what, you switched to Miller after drinking those, and this, you feel like a real man. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> these sure are sweet. Yeah. Yeah, one of these is plenty of sugar for me. Uh-huh. That's good, though. It's better cold than lukewarm. Yeah. 133 calories. It's not bad. Also, 12.2 grams of carbs. Doesn't say what it has for sugar in it. I can't even read calories on this thing. That should have 96. Yep. 3.2 grams of carbs. It's, it's like four per four more calories in Michelob. Same same alcohol percentage. There you go. 4.2. Not bad. And then it's got less than one gram of protein. Hey, there you go. There's your protein right there. In there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about hitting up those 50 inch. Yeah, we need to do some more of them, but they're fun. I hope they're really hope they're kind of a one way tra trails though. That way you can go down them a little bit faster. They're not. Uh, that sucks. Well, at least the ones in Leota weren't, but we right. didn't really meet anybody. There, there's gonna be less. Everybody's on the side by sides and stuff now. Yeah. Still, yeah, there'll be less. It seems like the, the if you do meet somebody, it, it's back. very tight to cross. Oh yeah, pretty much got to pull off the trail. Yeah, which, I mean, I really the only ones I've really rode rode are the ones in Leota when me and Justin went and did that, and those would be an absolute blast on a quad or a dirt bike. Because all the corners were banked. Yeah. So that'd be a freaking riot on a quad. Yeah, that would be fun. So. And we didn't meet a single person out there when we went. Mm. And that would have been, like, 2018, 2019-ish. Seems like that those years, quads were kind of a dying breed. And it seems like they just kind of came back out of nowhere. Quads? Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. I still like 9 to 1, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. I said, uh, I would have said the same thing with dirt bikes a little bit. They kind of died off for a while, and then they all of a sudden just came back. Oh, like, we went riding. Oh, it was uh, when we were on our quads, that big group of dirt bikes went through. And they asked where, where they were at. Oh, yeah. There's like 30 dirt bikes in that yeah, group. Yeah, there was. <laughs> oh, you weren't with me. Uh, 2020, though, that COVID year, and uh, we went to Sunrise at T. Turpins. Oh, yeah. There was probably 50 dirt bikes going down this <laughs> Sunrise Trail. I got invited. Yeah. I just wasn't confident in my dirt bike skills at the time. You would have had trouble keeping up. Yeah. And <laughs> it didn't take long. There were so many people, and there was... Worst riders than you involved, <laughs> especially ones that are out of out of town from the city. Well, that makes me feel good. <laughs> and I, I'm glad I was. Well, I was glad I kept my distance because you know all these people are just out high on adrenaline, going down these trails, being idiots, and they just don't know how to drive. And the next thing you know, they're all falling down, and then someone hits them, and they all fall down. They almost had a pile up go one time. It's like that. That, I wish that TikTok would load it. I wonder if it opened for me. 
it, that was funny. It's like it got deleted. But, yeah, that was crazy. And after we got past all of the horrible riders, the group kind of got split up because they were very slow. <laughs> oh, it is unavailable. Son of a gun. I bet you... They must, yeah, it must have got taken down. It might have been a repost. It might have reposted mm. it. But that was funny. It was like... There was three dirt bikers, and it's like they were parked on a hill. And the two guys were talking, and the third guy pulls up. He's like, you ever seen a double domino effect? And he takes his foot and kicks the one dirt bike. <laughs> and the guy loses his balance and falls in the next guy, and they both fall over. <laughs> Well, yeah, I would totally do that. Uh, <laughs> that'd be horrible. It was funny. <laughs> I just look at him like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got all some days I think I should have kept my dirt bike, but the thing rode me more than I rode it, so... It just takes, one of the things, it takes a lot of practice. It was fun. Oh, yes. for sure. I know, like, well, last weekend, I would have rather been on a dirt bike than the quad. I don't know why, I just would have rather rode it that day. Like, if I still had my dirt bike, I'd probably turn it into a road bike. For sure. You had to put different tires on it and stuff. You mean? Yeah. You had to put Yo. a head, headlight kit. It's about... Thousand bucks to do it. Jeez. Well, that's mostly the tires, tires and rims. Oh. So you gotta get DOT tires. Yeah. And then most people just buy different rims for it. But them headlight kits are only like a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. What are you doing? Uh, it's a Friday, so it'd be next Friday. Probably gonna we're probably gonna go to that mud bog in Marion, and uh, I don't know if I'm racing, but Brock, Brock's Being racing. 10th? Yeah, it's a Friday. Okay. Friday night. So it's a cool, not cool it's mud bog. What mud bog is it? Uh, mud madness. Yeah. The mud, the is mud bog a, isn't that day. It's just the side by side races are that. Well, it's that night. So, the side by side races at seven p.m. Just let me know. Maybe if Rebecca has it off, we'll come watch. Yeah, I plan on recording anyways. I if the razor's in good shape, I might race it. Just send it and then warranty it out again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be. I don't know. I don't know if I want to risk it. I'll just. Send it off to the next person after it's fixed <laughs> properly. <laughs> Pulling a Wyatt Holmes trick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's kind of it's kind of dumb because that um, Friday maybe they're expecting more people to show up, but the, to get into the event on a Friday it's forty five dollars to get in per person. It's probably like um. When you go to the races, they charge you for the whole weekend, and then when you leave, they give you half your money oh, back. Maybe. But that's, the, how, that's how dirt bike races oh, go. Maybe that's how it is. But on the Saturday, which maybe that's how it is, it's 20 bucks a person. So they're probably so charging you for the whole Friday, weekend, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
Could so, be. like, the dirt bike races, like, Memorial Day weekend would have been $30 on Friday night. No. It would have been $40 a person. And then, if you leave, you would get $30 back. So, but if you camp there, like, when we camped there, it was, like, 80 bucks for us, for both of us. Which gotcha. isn't a bit. I mean, you get to watch the races. Oh, and that's not You're there all weekend yeah. and you're camping. So, really, if you were to camp anywhere for four days, it's going to cost you that much anyways. Yeah. But that was fun. So, these side-by-side races, are they an oval? So, we don't know yet. Um, it sounds like they are. Brock said if they're doing a J-hook style, he ain't going to race. What's J-hook style? So I believe you take off in a straight line, you do a sharp turn, and then go back, and that's it. Oh, so it'd be like a barrel race? I guess. I think it's something. I could be a somewhat off on that. I've never really watched it, but that's what it seems like. It's. I know it's some sort of, it's, it's short. Brack's hoping, he's, Brack, Brack works with the guy that actually runs the event, or owns the property. He's trying to convince them. He's not making the track, though. He's having... I'd brap that. I'd brap that guys. Uh, I've never heard of them until just recently, but they're a group that run races and stuff, hmm. events. They're called I'd brap that. I wonder if that's the shirt my dad saw. Maybe it probably was. I just. It's just coincidence. I just just recently heard of them. I was like, who the hell is using this already? <laughs> um, that's what Brock said. So I'd brap that is the one that's putting the event on. Um, so they're the one that's making the track, I believe. And then Brock wants, is hoping that it's a oval or circle. Well, he's hoping it's just like a, a supercross type of track. A supercross would be rough. Jumps and shit? Yeah. That'd be not, a rough Not race. as big as, you know, side-by-side track, you know. So you got sharp turns, some good tabletop jumps, stuff like that. See, the side-by-side races I watched, and I thought you guys were doing it in Mount Pleasant. There's an oval track. Yeah. I so think it's kind of like a dirt track. I think it's going to be oval, which oval is somewhat boring, but it's better than, I guess it's better than a J-hook, according to Brock. Watching the snowmobiles race on oval tracks interesting. I bet. All the corners are banked. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll bank these a little bit, too. There's just more skill involved than the other type of track. Yeah. Like, That's what I thought it was, too, to begin with. I was like, oh, that'd be fun to do, but... I know, uh... Well... They do quad races. I think they did side-by-side and, um... Pre-runner races at Valley Motocross last year. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing... Like, trophy truck style, like, pre-runners out there on their Facebook page. It might have just been practice, but that that's a cool track. It'd be interesting to get yeah. a side-by-side out there. Yeah. I've never been to a racing event before, so... should come watch my father-in-law race one of these times. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely should. It's fun. I like watching the little kids race, too. 
It's 50-50. They're either <laughs> hard, they're conservative, or they're on the gas the whole time. Yeah. There's no kid that's a little bit of both. <laughs> and, like, a lot of the parents are giving them the knuckle. Yeah. You know, Give her gas. the mint. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they're just cool to watch. Yeah, I was never allowed to race growing up. We wanted to race so bad. <laughs> Mom, Dad, no, nope, not happening. Too dangerous, too expensive. <laughs> expensive, yeah, I can see that. Dangerous, I don't know. We did some pretty stupid stuff when we were kids. Yeah, so. that was just an excuse they gave us. But yeah. <laughs> as we're not, sending it up the gravel pit hill. <laughs> not do it at the racetrack, but do it here. It's yeah. safer. Yeah. I, I would say expense would be most of it. That's it's, my finger, kitty cat. Yeah, he he likes to bite. It's uh, it's definitely expensive. So end of the podcast, you guys. So thank you guys for listening and dropping in. If you guys are still here, this deep into the podcast, well, definitely appreciate it. You can check us out on Facebook, Discord, Instagram, our main YouTube channel, youtube dot com slash brapaholic. And check out their website, rapphawk.com. We'll catch you in the next one. Yep. Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.